Yes, hello and welcome to episode number 20 of the End-to-End Football Podcast. This week, we discuss Crystal Palace securing Premier League survival at the expense of Hull City. Also, we pick apart West Ham's dismal showing against Liverpool at the London Stadium and touch on Tottenham's last game at White Hart Lane against a lame Man United. Hope you enjoy Welcome to the End-to-End Football Podcast. This is a podcast by football fans for football fans where we'll be getting stuck into the fast-paced world of Premier League football. We'll be running through all the games and all the gossip on a weekly basis. So stay tuned and check it out. Let's get ready to rumble! All right, so you're back in with another episode of the End-to-End Football Podcast. The season winding down. We're winding down gently on the End-to-End Football Podcast as well. You're here with me, myself, Stuart. I don't know how I'm so happy today, but I'm I'm gonna pull through this podcast for you <laughs> out there. <laughs> We've also got Kuda. Kuda, how's it going? A beautiful day, mate. An absolutely. It's a beautiful delightful day. day for yourself. And <laughs> <laughs> um, also my arch nemesis for today, Sean. How's it going? Splendid, brother. Splendid. I bet it is. I bet it is. We've got an absentee today as well. No Abbas today. Off doing better things, obviously. But <laughs> hey-ho, we'll push on again without him. So we'll start the episode today by talking about the champions, as we all known since about December time, that they were going to lift this trophy anyway. So, <laughs> I mean, they made a bit of hard work out of it on Friday night, mm-hmm. but eventually got the job done. Little 1-0 win from Mickey Batshuayi. Well played. At least you'll be remembered for something this season. (laughs) 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 And uh, (laughs) I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. And also another low blow as well. Who saw John Terry a split second away from becoming another meme for the next two years as well? (laughs) Oh my goodness. He nearly pulled off that top. He nearly done it, but then he thought better of it. Fair play. Well done, John Terry. First time I've ever said that. I mean, <laughs> and now I let, mean, my, let's my get only, to this. My only thing on this go game, on, so go briefly, on. is that I need, uh, I need to get another sound effect, actually. This is like the, <laughs> the new skill alert, new skill alert, people. There's a new skill in town, and it will happen in this game. This is called the John Evans spin. <laughs> Step one of this spin. Step one, shield the ball from the opponent. Step two, spin the opponent. Step three, and this is where the magic happens. You bend down and you roll the ball with your hand and you get away from nice. your opponent. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. You know, you've got, you've got, you've got a Crave crif- turn and now you've got the Johnny Evans spin. <laughs> Johnny Excellent. Evans spin. Loving it. Loving it. Absolutely. Excellent. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, as you said, yeah, we knew, we knew Chelsea were going to win anyway. Congratulations, whatever. It was done a long time ago. <laughs> Get over it. We're, we're moving on now anyway. <laughs> Let's get down to the serious business of relegation because although the other two places had been uh, already done and dusted, this one was up for grabs and, mm. I mean, whole woof, mm. did not turn up. How I mean, obviously not to yourself, Kuda, because you're a Crystal Palace fan, mm. but how disappointing were Hull because they were absolutely, I mean, they from the get-go. They were shocking. And- from the Get go. And, there was and no we're gonna, fight. We're gonna start it off, obviously, because of jump the, straight the, in. We're there. gonna jump straight into the L because it's it's, it's within context of this game. Because <laughs> hold jump exactly. straight into the Listen, L. You're gonna hold straight into the L. <laughs> Ronokia. Basically, this man's responsible for how we're getting relegated today. <laughs> because 
I mean, how he didn't wasn't able to, to boot that ball away was comical. It was as if I was on that pitch. Absolutely uh-huh. shocking. Absolutely it's shocking. Terrible. And what that done is how needed to win anyway, or they needed to get a result, some kind of result to, to have any chance of staying up. But them going a goal down within two minutes was just the perfect thing for Sam Allardyce and his tactic, which was just to sit back. <laughs> looking at the game, it was, you know, we won 4-0, but they had 60% of the possession. They were doing playing all the football. We were just waiting and just countering them, picking them off. But Ronokia, hold this L, mate. This is the most critical L of the season. Shocking. <laughs> exactly. I mean, how how are one of them clubs? How one are the one of their clubs that you you just they're a yo-yo club anyway, so they're used to going down, used to coming back up. Mm. You know, I, I think they'll be all right in the championship. To tell you oh, the yeah, truth, yeah. it won't be yeah. detrimental to their future as a as a football yeah, club. That's if they you keep won't them. see a Leeds United come about. That. That's if they keep their manager. If they keep Marcus Silva, I think they'll definitely come back up. But then again, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't why I don't, would I don't think you'd stay? I think it'll be definitely some Premier League clubs that will want him. Yeah. Come on, West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm <a> key village. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're, we're blaming Renocchio and today's results for a uh, holes uh, relegation, but I do, I do think it has to come down to last week, really, with uh, oh, yeah. the loss against Sunderland. I mean, no one loses to Sunderland, <laughs> and to lose two 0 Yeah, uh, you, you, you need to be. Uh, winning them games and then just didn't turn up today I thought I thought Crystal Palace were were okay they weren't well beat as like you nah. said Kuda 4-0 definitely flattered them yeah. because they weren't really in the game but then again I've watched the whole game and I can't really think of a whole chance I can't really think of any time that the yeah, whole they, players they, were just steaming forward and trying to create something they were useless they were rubbish they were absolutely so useless they deserved, they, yeah, useless. they deserved they, to they, lose they huffed and puffed at the beginning but it wasn't, they didn't show a lot. And and for the Benteke goal as well, which was, you know, the nail in the coffin. <laughs> the And this is a perfect example of how not to do the, what's it called? What do you call it? The zonal marking. You know, you got four yeah. defenders marking these zones and you got Benteke in between the two defenders coming in for a free header. And he just strolled shocking. in there. Yep. Absolutely shocking. And then they're trying to play this higher line Ah, it's just a mess, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just a mess. You know, yeah, it was embarrassing. Listen, it was embarrassing. They were all over the place. They yeah. were. If, listen, if I'm a team that's going down, my team's going down, I'm telling you, fight for your life. You better start attacking. I'd rather go go out attacking like the best of my best of my ability than going down to some calamity goals. It's, it's madness. <laughs> Basically, you deserve where you are right now in the in the yeah. championship. See ya. The table doesn't lie. See ya. Goodbye. Good riddance. So, so does this mean that Paul Merson is at the last laugh? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he does know what he's talking about after all. Maybe they should have given it to Nigel Pearson. (laughs) 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 Gotta go go relegated a bit quicker. (laughs) Yeah, their fate would have been sealed sooner. (laughs) Yeah, it's embarrassing. But it's a bit of a anti-climatic end to the season because usually it's more entertaining when the relegation battle is on the last day it's still alive you've got like you've got like two or three teams that can go down you know it's usually you know that's when it's quite entertaining but once again we go to the last game with no relegation battle 
or Survival Sundays, we used to call it, you know. Exactly. Like that Shout out to Van Anholt as well, boy. He jumped ship at the right time, and look, he's staying in the premiership. <laughs> <laughs> and kept it off in the goal. Hold that suddenly. Yeah, even though he's on the bench, bro, he's, uh, <laughs> he's at least stayed in the division, boy. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I found funny as well, if we talk about Crystal Palace, their shortlist for Player of the Year came out as well, and uh, Sacco's on it, yeah, and he's second favourite to win it. How can you have Sacco in that? I'm sorry, he's that's, played eight nah, games. You're, you're taking liberties, you know. We, have, we, we haven't, we haven't, you know, we haven't been world beaters all season. Fair play, but don't try. To, that, that is mocking. If he wins that year, that is an absolute shambles. And every one of them players there. that have been there from the start of the season should look themselves in the mirror and say, "What am I doing?" Especially the centre back. <laughs> yeah, you need to think about changing that position up, B. If <laughs> if he wins that, you need to change up that position next yeah, exactly, year. Exactly, man. That, that should be going to Zaha. All day, any day. Zaha is the favourite to win it. I'll just put that out there. Zaha yeah, is the favourite yeah. to, win, Zaha it. When to the, win it. When the odds came out. Yeah. <laughs> when the odds came out. Yeah, Zaha, Zaha but I mean, the odds... <laughs> <laughs> but I heard a I heard a, a comment on the radio as well about it, and they said, "Well, to be fair, they they were still in a relegation battle when uh, Zaha was there, and Sacco kind of dragged them out of it. So maybe he does deserve nah, it. I don't know. That's a, I mean, you know, indiv- <laughs> that's individual. That's an individual award. You know, what I mean, it's not a team award. You know, nah, fair he enough. He was still scoring goals, you know, every now and again, you know, and playing more. This has been his best season, most assists, most goals he's ever had, you know, in the Premier League. So definitely." Definitely player of the season for me. Yeah, because they're done and they, they're trying to take liberties with that. <laughs> they're just trying to take liberties. I, I, would have, I, might, I might have given him if he didn't get injured and he played the rest of the, you know... What, the rest 10 of games, yeah. Exactly. If you play 10 games and we kept 10 clean sheets, yeah, I'd have said, you know what, yeah? Big man team, let's give him a minute. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Let's give him the thing. <laughs> but nah. He deserves hey. it, man. Give it to Sacco, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I mean, speaking about taking liberties, Liverpool took liberties with my team today at home, unfortunately. Uh, I think the first half, we gave a half decent account of ourselves. Um, but the second half, I mean, I don't wow. know what Bilic said at half time, but it obviously didn't work because we came out shocking. I mean, in the first 30 seconds, we had our goalkeeper making three saves. It was oh, terrible. So I don't know what happened at that half time, but it obviously did not work. And to be fair, they're probably all hanging their heads in shame because, I mean, I, you, you've scraped past the L of the week. If, it, if the whole <laughs> result wasn't so vital to their season, then maybe you would have got it because how you missed that opportunity two yards out, two yards out <laughs> and hit the post twice, twice is, oh my goodness, at one, at one nil as well, could have changed the game. But it wasn't to be. As I said to Sean before the podcast started out, our season ended thankfully last week when we beat Spurs 1-0 to destroy their title hopes. I thought I'd just get a good thing in for West Ham before I absolutely destroyed I've it even more. I do find that disgusting now because it's as, if, it's as if you guys have Love played it. your Champions League final, which was pretty much ruining Spurs and then decided, you know what I mean? We're, we're just going to go on holiday now. Yeah, we're done now. <laughs> you know I mean? that, yeah, that's that, showing, I love that showing by you guys was absolutely pathetic. Do you know what? To be fair, I saw one guy who was trying and that was your your, your guy. Faguli. I thought Faguli was... was um, he put a lot Oh, no, in. he come on. Yeah, he come on and did, yeah. did make a difference, to be fair, in the last like, sort of 20, yeah, I, 20, 25 minutes. I, th- I thought he caused, he caused quite a lot of trouble, but otherwise, shocking. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you got to give us a, a little bit of uh, credit because we are injury ravaged at the moment. I think we've got <laughs> five first team players out. I mean, that's not really much of a change from West Ham anyway. We've always got injured striker anyway who yeah. doesn't ever play. 
But uh, <laughs> I mean, as for the rest of them, we've got Mark Noble on, on having a double hernia operation, Kaute having a back operation. So, I mean, there's all sorts. Even Bilic is down for a hip operation in the summer. So, blimey, we're falling apart. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. that's Coutinho himself. Yeah, yeah. Coutinho was on absolute fire. Yeah. Uh, Sturridge, his first start since January was in mm. absolutely tremendous form as well. I think him and Origi have got like this little unspoken rivalry because neither of them wanted to pass to each other at all it could have been five or six nil if both of them actually wanted to pass to each other but Liverpool as a whole I, th- I thought they were fantastic Matip at the back was excellent Lalana coming back from injury was really good as well um, don't really like to see teams play well against my team but there's not yeah, really a lot well. you can say when they're the better team wins unfortunately well, wasn't he? he was playing a little bit further play fantastic yeah, play fantastic like detecting the play and that he was yeah he was really good I, I read something in a week about thinking about changing Coutinho's position so maybe this is just a sign of what's to come yeah he, done yeah, he well. did play really well but then like well. I said it all depends on who else he buys in the summer because we don't really want Coutinho dropping back that far. I mean, it's all right against West Ham, but I'd rather have him attacking in an attacking position, like against the better teams, than sitting deep in because sometimes the game passes him by on a rare occasion, and yeah. once it passes him by, it's notable because it's like he's even on the pitch, but it's not like a Ozil type <laughs> like missing. It's it's on a rare occasion. <laughs> Yeah, to that sliding in there. <laughs> nah, because you know it's true though. Because it's not like he goes missing on like big games. He always tries a bit. You always notice he's on the pitch, but when he does like pass him by, it passes him by, and it's like he's missing completely. But you see, with, like with, when you compare him with um, Ozil, once once Ozil's missing, he's missing, and he's missing mm-hmm. for a big chunk of the game. You'll see him for about fifteen minutes, and yeah. that's it, gone. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. But um, yeah, it makes um this top four race, whatever it's called, you know, a bit a bit more interesting coming to the last game. Ah, uh, I'm telling you. Know, and you know what? You know, it's good the man. only thing that's left now to be played for in the in the Premier League, where everything mm-hmm. else is done. Yep. Good man to Daniel Sturridge. You come back at the right time, and you got the goal today. Big up yourself. <laughs> I mean, there was a bit of controversy in the in the third goal. When yeah. when Aldum handballed it in the penalty area and elbowed Winston Reed, which is why he wasn't there for <laughs> Coutinho on the other end of the pitch. But I mean, that's only clutching at straws, to be honest. At some sort of positive <laughs> in West Ham's direction, they just had to get a mention. Like I couldn't I couldn't let that slip past. It sounded like we was dying down in the game. That, that didn't get mentioned. Agreed, yeah, so no, nah, I had to nah, mention it. That was definitely a foul and definitely a handball. Definitely was a handball. Definitely was controversial. It's only that. With the, it didn't make a big difference to the, to the result. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah, to yeah, be honest, exactly. we usually get them things against us, so it's about time we got one on our side, do you understand? Not against us. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no, I don't, don't buy that. That evens it out. What about the team? Like, no, it didn't happen against West Ham, did it? No. <laughs> happened against another team. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not having it. Don't nah, care. Nah, don't, care. <laughs> don't care. I don't care. <laughs> and on another note, another sour grape note. Yeah, doesn't mean just bring this up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think Jamie Carragher should be allowed to commentate on Liverpool games. The geezer's so one-sided. It's unreal. Yeah, he's commentating. At least when poor. Neville, I don't like yeah, at least it. when Neville commentates on Man United, he's he's neutral. Mm. Yeah, even though he's got a bit of United flair. But yeah, yeah, yeah. nah, Carragher's just straight down the line. Liverpool. It's annoying. <laughs> he shouldn't be allowed to commentate on games like that. 
that's well annoying. We've already got Graham Suness in the in the commentary in the in the pundits box. It's not needed, Jamie Redknapp. It's so Liverpool bias. It's unreal. Yeah, you know what? Don't worry about that. Four 0 up. I'm good to go in it. It doesn't matter. I told you, it doesn't matter. As a, as a result, it doesn't matter. It, it does to There's me. no difference on West on West Ham it season does to whatsoever. Me. And all the other Liverpool fans, it does to us. It does to us. <laughs> Oh my uh, Let's move on. Tottenham versus Man United. <laughs> Tottenham last game at White Hart Lane. Let's let's get onto that now because I've had enough. Let's move on now swiftly before I get emotional up in here. <laughs> You're gonna be like me last week, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I thought. Just move on. We've got the power. <laughs> move it swiftly onto the White Hart Lane finale. Yeah. I mean, ugh, who cares really? It's only Tottenham's last game at White Hart Lane. It's going to be there again <laughs> next season. So we're going to get over it. It's going to be the same season. <laughs> right, this is this is a podcast by football fans for football fans. It's not Sky Sports. That should be neutral. <laughs> it, definitely, definitely. That should be neutral. I mean, I mean Tottenham at Wembley next season. I mean, judging by their Boy. Champions League form this season. Boy. They might actually get relegated. <laughs> hope so. Yeah, they didn't win, they didn't win so. a game at Wembley, have they? No. Yeah, it's no. going to be peak for them. Yeah, it should be interesting. It should be interesting. As for this game, United, what can we see? Pathetic. They gave up. I heard Mourinho talk before the game. They had already, they're not even paying any attention to this game whatsoever. They couldn't care less. Even after the game, he said, um, I've got these two games remaining two games I don't really want to play and he just walked out yeah <laughs> and the guy was trying <laughs> to ask me a question like he's not interested he's just he's put all his eggs in the Europa League basket and you know come on Ajax if, if, exactly <laughs> if Ajax do something and they don't win it you know what a failure what an absolute failure and you know what hold on sorry to interrupt you you see you John Cadetti I know we're going well off the subject now if we done a Champions League special, you would have held the L of a lifetime for that miss that you've done there <laughs> on Thursday, mate. Yeah? Absolutely oh, despicable. You should slap yourself and retire from football from that miss that you've done there, mate. <laughs> uh, that's sp- spoken by a Liverpool fan, right? <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool fans are probably more disgusted by that miss than Celta Vigo fans. <laughs> I'm telling you, I was down on my hands on my knees. I was like, I was standing, I was like, yeah, go on, go on. (laughs) And I had my hands on my head on my knees like, nah, you couldn't have missed that. (laughs) And when, nah, I was so disgusted, bro. I had to turn off the TV. Nah, anyway, back to this game, I thought, do you know what? Man, they just got outplayed. You know, 2-1 to me was a bit flattering. I mean, for for United, I thought Martial had had a a sort of half-decent game. I thought I thought he was I thought he was superb actually, yeah. Marshall. He's the only one that could hold his head up high and say that he actually tried in this match. Yeah, I, I think the rest of them just adopted missing. the manager's manager's mentality <laughs> for this match. Couldn't be bothered. Didn't want to play it. Didn't want to be there. Yep. Yep. You know, as for Tottenham, you know, the way they were sort of celebrating at the end. I mean, I know it's the last the last game in White Hat Lane, and everyone's all excited and that, but it it kind of looked like title celebrations, you know. Nah, no, but you know what? Without the trophy. You know, exactly. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy Tottenham and finish where they finished. Because if you remember last season or the season before, where they just, Arsenal just about picked them and they celebrated like they last won season. the World Cup and they just come forth. <laughs> yeah? So big up Tottenham. You deserve it, mate. Yeah? <laughs> oh, definitely. You deserve to finish second. Definitely. They've been the second best team in the league. 
But, you know, you don't get no winner's prizes for be finishing second. Very true. Uh, unless Very it be true. co-finishing above Arsenal price, which they probably do, some of them. Hey, so um, Arsenal fans <laughs> hold that as a prize, you know? Look how they celebrated <laughs> when they pipped them to it. They celebrated like they won the Champions League for the first time. But I think that one was um, a bit more contextual, though. It was the fact that Tottenham were challenging for the title and then somehow managed to get Arsenal finishing above them. That's why they got so excited. It was still pathetic for Arsenal Dennis fans to celebrate, to celebrate it. But I think it was, it was more the manner the manner in which Arsenal... Because Arsenal been finishing above uh, Tottenham <laughs> for donkey's years. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the way, it's the way you know, finishing third in a two-horse race, as people said. <laughs> I think that's what that's what the celebration was about. Yeah, it, was more, it was more mocking of... Um, Spurs, but <laughs> love but it. But back to the yeah. game. Back, back to the game. <laughs> who, who was you like standout performer for Tottenham? I'm a, I'm an Ericsson fan, so I always say Ericsson. <laughs> I'll say Ericsson for every game I watch Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> even next week's game, yeah, it's Ericsson. Mate. Yeah, yeah, Ericsson, Ericsson, Ericsson. He's not even playing. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a standout Tottenham performer. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a hater, we <laughs> <laughs> bang average. <laughs> Yeah, for me, for me, Ericsson's the man. <laughs> yeah, between me, it's a tie, just a tie between Ericsson and Ali. Both mm. had very good seasons this year. Yeah, definitely. And you, you look at Wanyama as well. You think wouldn't you know? Wouldn't he have been good, a good signing for Arsenal? Why didn't why, yeah. Arsenal didn't sign? I said that before Wanyama. when he was at when he was at Southampton, and I was talking to an Arsenal fan. Yeah. He was the type of player they needed that steal in midfield. Mm. Blancs as well. He's huge. Yeah. yeah. You see the way he towered above for that head off. Woof. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a proper old school header. Just slammed mm. it in the back of the net as well. Exactly. It was a wicked goal. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but see, like when you're saying him for Arsenal, Arsenal went with Xhaka and Tottenham were coming with Anyama. Then you see where they are in the league, innit? Well, that's it. Well, yeah, Arsenal Kante, battering again, isn't it? That, Yo, but yeah, you. there you go, boy. There you go. We are actually talking about Spurs and Man United, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I love it. I just love it. I have to it last nothing with this. Sorry. My sorry. days. <laughs> It's just an Arsenal bashing session, boy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, talk about things that we must put in. I mean, we must put in once again. Mr. Eighty Nine Million himself oh, was not on the pitch. So that's, that's why. That's why they couldn't win. You know what I mean? Without, <laughs> yeah, without, exactly without Pog Pogba, Mr. Eighty Nine Mill, you know. Yeah, you're what, missing what, that what marketing waste, genius on the pitch. What a waste of money! That what a waste of money that is. You know, I mean, we'll, we'll save. We'll save it for the. For the uh, for the special awards episode, to award worst signings <laughs> and all that kind of stuff, but he definitely That's has to gonna up be soon. right up there as one of the worst signings of the season. The way he's played this definitely, season. he's gonna be on fire next season. <laughs> do you know oh, what I mean? To, to, I want him to, to be a well beater next. Do you know season. what I mean? Yep. He better be the highest scoring midfielder, most assists uh, assists for 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 of a midfielder all time, as well. of all time. Do you know what I mean? For for eighty nine mil. You, you can't just be a passenger and you know what's his only record like second highest to hit in the post like no on. no you know what with United fans it's um he's created the most chances in the league that's what I hear all the time he's creating no, the most no, chances in the league mate no, my days. for 89 yeah. mil that's not what I want to hear <laughs> exactly exactly. Let's see putting away the most chances in the exactly. league. Thank you. But, I mean, anyway, let's 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 run let's run through the rest of the results for this weekend. So we had Everton versus Watford. That was one nil. We had Man City versus Leicester. That was two one. 
Middlesbrough versus Southampton. That was a 2-1 loss for Middlesbrough. Sunderland versus Swansea. That was a 2-0 victory for Swansea. Bournemouth versus Burnley. A 2-1 for Bournemouth. Stoke versus Arsenal. 4-1 to Arsenal. <laughs> and a banner goes out. Wenger out means out. Banner across the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Poor tears. <laughs> Oh, yes. man. Wow. Do you know what? Yeah, I, wow. I, need, I need to just briefly go into the Arsenal game so I can dish out this L because uh, this yeah. week the manager L is a, a bit of a special one. We've got a triple L for the managers. Triple Mark Hughes whammy. For that pathetic showing against Arsenal. Uh, Bilic for West Ham's pathetic showing against Liverpool. And oh, Marco yeah. Silva for that shoddy performance against Crystal Palace and getting relegated. So all three of y'all <laughs> jointly yeah. holding this L. You are one pathetic loser. Absolutely pathetic. Absolutely <laughs> pathetic. I'm- I have to say though, I have to say, you know, to balance it out, I thought Arsenal's football against Stoke, even though Stoke magical. was exactly, it was actually magical. All of their goals there was like beautiful build-up play. Uh, what's it called? The finishing United special, especially the two Giroud tap-ins. But the I bit, thought the, the Ozil finish was... But yeah, the pass, the pass for the Ozil goal, yeah. that's the best yes. one. Oy. <laughs> that pass from Sanchez. Oh man, that went through what, like four or five players yep. straight through. And then the, the delicate finish, because the finish, you know, it's, not, it's actually quite difficult. You made yeah. it, you made the it. Touch before, the touch before the, he goes for it and then the little dink over eyes. Mm. They, this is the best football for me they've played playing this three at the back you but know, once again it's really you can't true. really judge it because of the pathetic the patheticness uh, what's it called how poor oh, the Stoke play. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's not really, I don't think it's a good measurement but it definitely was the best football they've played in yeah, a while you, you know it's true what you're saying but I don't see why they've left it so late to start playing this type of football it's like oh, they love the pressure Wenger yeah. in it is stubborn, stubborn they love the pressure of trying change. to get in this top four like this is the, the best football. Minute. Yeah, <laughs> they played the best football of this of the season, like with a couple of games ago. Like Giroud's finding the net. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's, yeah. he's a striker now. Yeah. Remember, he's a striker. Exactly. Even Sanchez. Sanchez was injured before he took his shot. He's yeah, exactly for his goal. Yeah, yeah he wanted to come yeah, off at two one. He wanted to come off. And the man said, "No mm. ball." He carried on going. Carried on going. <laughs> Wham bam! Thank you, ma'am. This is my goal. Take me off now, mate. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I mean, it took Arsenal 41 minutes to, to score that first goal, but it could have been 4 0 yeah. before that first goal went in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this was a complete 100%. performance. Complete performance. Absolutely fantastic. Come forward to it, but Stoke didn't offer much of a thing. And their one goal that they got was yeah. a handball. You know, Peter the, Crouch doing, yeah. doing hand a hand of Crouch. <laughs> <laughs> the hand of Crouch, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you had Arsene Wenger coming out of his seats for once. <laughs> Ooh, he was not happy at all with that goal. I mean, he was going berserk, absolutely berserk. But another, another thing on this match as well is when is Stoke fans going to get over the fact that Ryan Shawcross broke Aaron Ramsey's leg and stopped <laughs> booing Aaron Ramsey? I mean, I'm no Aaron yeah, Ramsey yeah. fan. To boo him because he because yeah. he got his leg broken by a that. dirty defender. I mean, Shawcross is one of the dirtiest in the league. Make no mistake about it. Yeah. He is one of the dirtiest defenders in the league. And he broke Aaron Ramsey's leg. And they go and boo him every time. I mean, I'm, I think football players, obviously, 
have got thick enough skin to deal with it. But I mean, come on, mate. Why, why are you booing the fella? Uh, there's not even a legitimate reason for it. I mean, people get booed all around the place, but at least there's proper reason. Just because of the like, fact that your dirty defender broke his leg, yeah, you're booing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, ridiculous. You disgust me. Definitely. 100%. It's not like he said, yeah, because yeah, break my leg, yeah. Thanks, mate. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's, oh, it's, oh, it's disgusting to see every time as well every time without fail they, they always boo him and the, when he got brought on for Sanchez that's when he got the, the biggest booing hey, of them all that's so. I'm glad he got the assist hold that in it yeah exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> football karma straight away <laughs> yeah boy oh man that's for what the other results is in is there really anything oh, anything to say on that that Man City game yeah the Man City game definitely there's some do- dodgy decisions and some good ones. Very what do you good think ones. of that penalty? What do you think of that penalty being disallowed? Yeah, for the spot on. Yeah, it's got to be it's got to be disallowed. The rule's a bit stupid that um that he had to um have a free kick against him. Yeah. Obviously, like a match of the day. Shouldn't said, it be a retake though? Yeah, but match of the day said this was brought in. This rule was brought in to stop players dribbling the ball towards the the goal so I can understand why it was brought in and, and why it's not a retake mm. but surely for a player to slip over and touch it twice like that mm. it's obviously a mistake he hasn't run up there to to try and dupe the goalkeeper into slipping and then mm. fancily kicked it against his other mm. leg no it hasn't it's, it's a complete accident mm. so yeah it should have I, I, in that sort of situation 100% it should be a retake but if someone's trying to kick it and then kick it and then shoot at the goal then yeah, that's obviously yeah. that's a you know what I mean deliberate and non-deliberate so I mean that that messed up the handball rule, so it could mess up the penalty ruling as well. So who who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watching this game, I also think this game kind of sums up Man City, even though they won. In the fact that if you look at that first half, the game should have been dead and buried. Mm. Uh, Leicester City for me didn't do much in that first half, apart from you know, hoofing it up to Vardy and hoping you know what I mean he's going to get in behind the defense. Man City <laughs> creating billions of chances, not putting them away, and second half allowing the other team to get back into the game. That's the story what of this season. Goal. That's Oscar the story. Oh, well, that was a goal. The build-up, the finish. <laughs> oh, fantastic. That, that was, volley was yeah. astronomical, boy. Yeah. That was wicked. <laughs> and another thing, yeah. do you think that David Silver goal should have stood? What, because of the know. Sterling yeah. offside? I don't know. That's a, It's a dodgy one. It's a dodgy you know one. No, I think I'm, it should stand. I'm not sure. Good. I think it should stand because it's going in anyway. You know, like sometimes mm. they'll say, oh, yeah, he, he distracted the view of the keeper or whatever. The keeper wasn't even in line with it. Unless if obviously Sterling touched it, which I don't think he did. No, it doesn't no. look he like went he to did. touch it. He, he went to touch it, but mm. I don't think that affected the keeper. The keeper wasn't going to save it anyway from, because of where he was standing. I think where like the guy is in front of the keeper, then I would, I would have said, yeah, maybe he should be disallowed. It's one of them ones. It depends what side of the fence you're on. If you're a Man mm. City fan, <laughs> you want to see that goal standing but if you're a Leicester City fan you want to see that goal disallowed as a neutral I'm not too sure because I'm, I'm in the same boat if it was against my team I want to see it disallowed but if <laughs> yeah, we scored that well. I want to see that goal you know what I mean so yeah, it's a weird well, one it's a strange one like that. Myself, it's I'm, one of them ones that are always going to slip through the lines of the offside rule I think yeah. Yeah. it's going to be very hard to disallowed a goal or or even make the goal stand either <laughs> either way it's it's a it's a tricky one yeah me myself i'm i'm good with, i thought it was offside fair enough what fair what enough. makes you lean more towards that it's just the, the fact of he's standing like in like the keeper where the ball's been shot the keeper he's standing right in front of the keeper's vision 
So no matter what, is he in the keeper's vision though? Yeah, because basically he was. I think he's sort of beside the keeper, isn't it? No, but you see, with a when he's taking a shot, the keeper would have to look through him to see where Silva was. That's why he's in his line of vision. That's the only reason why I would go with offside. Mm. I mean, it's a hard decision to say when you're on the pitch. I mean, me looking at the replays, you can see why I've gone with the decision. But like on the pitch at the time, you probably wouldn't see it. So, yeah. It's not my team. I don't care. You understand, but it's just my view. Isn't it? <laughs> I think I, th- I think they should find a way to computerize those um, offside decisions anyway, because they're just too difficult, man. Sometimes yeah. even with the replays, you struggle to, mm. <laughs> to I mean to decide. Yeah. Offside stuff, and these guys are meant to see it on the pitch. Like it's just a bit crazy. Another another mad call in this one was the Fernandinho elbow. Oh. Who saw all Brighton's oh. eye, man? Puffed up like a, a boxer, like a heavyweight boxer. Yeah, like he went ten <laughs> rounds with Tyson. Not even ten yeah, rounds, I mean, like one round. Caught Jesus. that elbow. I don't think Fernandinho meant it though. To be honest with you, it looks like he's just trying to win the ball. But it could be a bit of a sly one as well. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. He might yeah, have just left different. it on him. Boy, definitely. the rest of them. Well, I haven't got much to say about the rest of the games. To be honest, no, I'm, I wasn't really paying that much I'm attention a, to it. Huh? I'm a struggle to the rest of the games. I have to say, there's not really a lot more to to yabber on about. Exactly, because your so. them teams ain't playing for nothing anyway. So no, them fans no, shouldn't no, be complaining. No. You know what I mean, I mean Swansea done well to get the victory and that. Yeah, but, good goal by Carl I mean, Norton. Nothing. Yeah. yeah, well, it was fantastic. They've finished straight into the bottom corner from him. Rifle. But other than that, I mean, that secures their their uh, Premier League uh, survival. So fair play to them. Two 0 win against Sunderland. Something that Hull couldn't do, which mm. probably resonated them to the championship that's it that's it and with that the only thing we have to play for is top four between Arsenal yep. and Liverpool that's literally it so um, yeah it's a bit of a anticlimactic end to the season but yeah. we plough on Might as well move which is on why to, we're going to um, cut down the exactly, predictions the yeah, predictions yeah. are going to be cut down to just five games I mean you know it's a bit of a dent on your betting slip people but oh well <laughs> Oh well, it's 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 five <laughs> bankers though. <laughs> yeah, five bankers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's kick this off, boys. First game, we got Arsenal versus Sunderland. I've got Arsenal for three nil. I've got Arsenal six nil. <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh, I've I just got a bug standard two nil Arsenal win. <laughs> no respect. Moisey <laughs> and then we're on to Arsenal's second game which is Arsenal versus Everton I've got this for a 2-2 and a hot boy am I hoping for a 2-2 <laughs> nah, I'm going for Arsenal 2-0 I'm going for an Arsenal 3-1 yeah I don't like you two and on to you might do after this next <laughs> result though <laughs> alright cool right, I'm on to my boys now Liverpool versus Middlesbrough Final game of the season. I've got Liverpool for a 3-1. Final game of the season against Middlesbrough. Liverpool to struggle. 1-0 win over Borough. Last minute. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I've got 4-1 Liverpool win. My guy. <laughs> and here we go. We've got Man United versus Palace. Oh yeah. Boy, i got Palace for a 3-1 here. I've got the exact same score. Nothing oh, to play for now. No dude. pressure. Mourinho's already down twos. Nice little 3-1 at Old Trafford. 
Honestly, we do not conspire when we do these because I've got a 3 1 Palace victory <laughs> as well. It's going to be 3 1 United, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great man's thinking like you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on to the. The most unimportant fixture of the whole oh, season. I'm telling you. <laughs> for last game, we got Burnley versus West Ham. We've got Burnley for a 2 1 here. I've got Burnley. No, I've got a 1 1 actually. What am I talking about? 1 1. <laughs> boring game. I've got a West Ham to win it 5 0. <laughs> oh my days. Definitely need drug testing this week. <laughs> you definitely need drug testing. I <laughs> Might as well end it on that way. I called it earlier in the season. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Doping. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Anyway. That's the end of the podcast. Let's <laughs> get the socials out there, yeah, man. Exactly, exactly. Do you know what I mean? As I always say, make sure you subscribe, leave a rating and all that stuff. Hit us up on Twitter, E2E Football Pod, N2N Football Podcast on Facebook, N2N Football Podcast on Instagram. And uh, we'll catch you again next week. Later. Laters. Bye. <laughs> I that one caught me off, you know that. <laughs> that-